Welcome to Never After Redemption. I'm your GM, Adrian. Um, with us as always. Josh, I'll be playing the Kyogre. Grace, I'll be playing Gwyn. I'm Priscilla, I'll be playing Verendra. And I'm Andrew, and I'll be playing Galzareth. Um, Sean, who plays Black Oak, is uh, busy, so he won't be here tonight. Um, when we last left off, you had just concluded a meeting with the Laconian government. Uh, very exciting stuff. A real pl- plot info dump. They, uh, the woman who's in charge of it just finished it up. And uh, what are you guys doing? Um, Where's my character right now? You are still in the ship. Okay. Perusing your notes on um, Laconian, the iconography. And you can give me um, a no roll. You can have three feats for it because it was extended. I know the basic language. Oh, yeah, I do too. I formalized... People trying to learn it. I don't think you did. You have an ongoing action for learning uh, more I, of it. Uh, I yes, I think so. Uh, basic facilities. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Me still no read good. <laughs> I five uh, five ticks on it. Okay, so you have uh, are to have basic facility. Okay. This will probably get you definitely. It'll definitely get you the last one, but we'll see how what else happens. Okay. Go. All of us qualify as barely people in this world, except for Galzareth. You're like middle school read-write level. <laughs> you got four ticks. I believe in you, buddy. We have such sense to show people. Were we in media res, like in between meetings, or? No, just in. Okay. They, everybody stood up. She concluded the meeting. It was, um, uh, what was her name? I forget. Oh, hang on. Tiffany. <laughs> this was uh, I'm doing this in Tov. Uh, Tav. I can't remember. T- I've, I have written down T-O-V. No, Tov was the person she keeps referring to, I believe. Yes. Vaughn? Yeah. What? Vaughn was the guy who got us originally. Yeah. No, Dex. 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 Dex was. And then Vaughn is the bureaucrat. Yeah. And this chick was like his supervisor or something. She goes by the, um, yeah, the administrator. Yeah. And they tend to go, they'll probably do a lot of titles because three-word names, three-letter names are going to be hard to remember for people. Mm-hmm. But that's... Hopefully at our next meeting, I will be able to... No, right, yeah, she's definitely Tav. Iroh is the one that she kept referring to. Mm-hmm. Who's just mourning the death of his child most of the time. <laughs> Aww. Do <laughs> so <laughs> I just made from the <laughs> I just made the nine people listening cry. <laughs> <laughs> nine is very generous of you. <laughs> um, he was the one that was had a higher clearance level about the stuff that we were talking about, right? Um, she didn't say that exactly. She said he's an authority on that. Oh, okay. Uh, forty-six for the Laconian iconography. Yeah. I'm so glad you're back. Okay. <laughs> you will be, um, you'll have standard, uh, you have standard literacy in it now. Getting any more than that, you're going to have to make and do things really, uh, this is what the average citizen in Laconia would have. Okay. Um, getting higher than that, it gets really tough. Um, and... But that, that that was really quick. You you were almost right there anyway. 
-hmm. So what else I'll give you is you discover that in using the iconography, coming up with individual talents, things that you become good at is very easy. Um, and they're easy to define, they're easy to come up with, and they're easy to learn once you have this kind of level. There are going to be strings attached to these things, but talents usually under invoke, uh, it's usually invoke with the iconography, but not always. Uh, wherever it would fall, a talent with the iconography, talents cost one experience. And you have to draw on the source every single time you use it, mm -hmm. but and they will have other strings attached to them, but that's how they function. And you can get several now if you want. Uh, it'll usually be invoked, but not all the time. If the thing already has iconography and it wants you to interact with it, that's an invoke. When you're putting something on it, it's invoked. But some of them have, uh, like, if you're using it to create other objects, mm -hmm. it can be enchanted. Okay. <coughs> but yeah, 90% of the time it's invoked. So now when you look at the text, any official, like, uh, technically correct iconography, you can visualize the 3D form that it takes pretty well. It takes half a beat. It's not like a normal language. It's like translating it in your head. Right. Eventually, if you got really good, you wouldn't even have to do that anymore. Um, and then you'll have three questions. Meeting ends. Um, some a page comes in, hesitatedly, hesitatingly goes up to Black Oak and whispers something to him, and Black Oak just says he needs to leave uh, the Sprouts he mentions, and he hurries back to the ship. Bye, Black Oak. Yeah. Um, you presume they have uh, a ride for him, but he he exits the facility. And uh, Tov says, and I apologize if that's not the right name, the, the administrator, she says, um, well, Ira will meet with you. We have blocked off about two hours of time for when his meeting is scheduled. We tend to have to work around how he operates. Normally, it should be right now. He should be walking in. She looks over to the door with all his notes prepared. He's going to talk to you, and it's going to be very effect effective and efficient, and he won't looks at the door like yes of course okay so he's not here so you can go back to your um, your rooms if you wish apologize but we work with what we have oh. well, th thank you so much for your, your time hmm. well it's this is an important matter several important matters uh -huh. um, do you guys go back to your rooms uh -huh. yeah yeah I'll, uh, if there are any of the flavor cubes that were brought for my dog, I will also bring those. Oh, any of the ones? Yeah. Any, there's a little bit of food left, yeah. Great, I'll bring them and uh, just leave them in, in my room for the dogs. Okay. Well, they'll, yeah, they'll just eat. They, they, you can't put out food for them to just nibble on. They won't do that. They'll just <laughs> pour it all down, and it'll just be a, a nightmare. Because these are hunting dogs, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
they they trudge back and they they ate too many of them because they're a lot more filling than they look, uh-huh. and they just they just take they pile on each other and just have a big nap, uh, making various noises from either end. Um, first question. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm at least basically literate with the iconography, mm-hmm. um, can I recall in any of my collective memory over the years um, to witnessing the summoner use this type of magic? Yes. Now that you look back, and man, now that you know what to look for, you realize why it was so difficult for you to ever figure out what he was doing because he used it in incredibly subtle ways. Um, Mostly you'd see him bring out some sort of artifact out from his study, and because he couldn't do the working in his study, he had to walk out to the balcony or something and cast a like a, a stave up to the sky and do something. And, and you remember it glowing and him, something happening in the sky overhead, and he was quickly done and walked away. And now you think that, yeah, he was in, invoking those, uh, those glyphs. Not a lot of them. It was just handful just a little bit and he hid what he was doing very well second question with my current knowledge of the iconography would I be able to do anything or impact anything on the runes and magic surrounding Lena um that would be more specific um uh, with the runes and enchantments that are uh, that have been put on Lena, um, with my current level of skill, uh, would I be able to either alter or remove them? Not even close. Okay. Um, in fact, you had several times before deliberately sort of alerted them so that they would rise to the surface and be visible. Mm-hmm. Now you realize that was a pretty dangerous thing to do. Um, she's covered head to toe in them, and all the interactions between them there's a there's a certain uh there's certain vocabulary words that you would use for like uh, industry terms for people who use the iconography there's like drift like crush mm-hmm. uh, it's a, a room could be like dry wet just, like there'll be a color word to it uh you know there'll be like how fragmented it is which those they don't none of those words have a colloquial meaning when you're talking about iconography and like if an individual room can have all, a le- levels in all of those they usually don't but all the ones that he's got on her have an enormous fragmentation which means that they have deeply interconnected and there's not a single one that's not connected to like nine of its fellows okay. and you've never seen that before looking at the bowl or any of the other like municipal artifice that they have around they're nowhere near that complicated like cursive it's cursive <laughs> iconography it's, not cursive it's at like all. you're weaving lace yeah. And I want to take out one thread, and that's, like, the biggest pain in the ass. You, I'll, I'll say that you take, the last time you, you remember, there was a section on Lena, like, around her face. It's mm-hmm. the one you would usually see. But you just, in isolation, you just mapped out its 3D fragments mm-hmm. on it, and it's, it's insane. You get it wrong, like, nine times, and this is just a small piece of one part of it. And at first... It's like, okay, yeah, there's a warding thing here and protection, but then the, um, it has verbs attached to it that don't make any sense, mm-hmm. 
and the way it's connected to the other ones seems like it should depower itself or not be able to draw on the source, but it does, and then you get lost. You have no got idea. Got it, got it. And that's just one piece of it. You suspect it's beyond almost everyone's pay grade? Lena is around while you're doing this. The others leave for their meeting, and they spend the night. You get word from... That's just two out of three questions, right? Right. You get word from one of the soldiers that uh, there's an attendant from the municipality here, the, uh, the government headquarters, that uh, your presence is requested uh, whenever it... Whenever I'm available? Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys head back to your rooms. They are as you left them. <sighs> wonder how long this is all going to take. So basically, just mechanically, she just got the intermediate and the advanced, or... The three levels, uh, we won't call it advanced, but it's the three levels of uh-huh. facility. You guys are going for the second, I think. Sure. Uh, some of us are. <laughs> Dr. Name Dame's here, so it's a safe place. No make brain good. <laughs> That's a no, right? Yeah. I can give it a, another go if you if, if you will allow. You will. Uh, you won't get another roll for a while. Okay. Do it now. I got a 16. Oh, okay. okay. I will too. You're all using the primers, I assume? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll grab Ilgoth to do it with us if she's still. Yeah. Because I know she was really into it. Yeah, she got finally got over her like prejudice about it. After mm-hmm. she noticed there was math mixed in with everything. I got a 11. Okay. That's one success. Six. Actually. I got a 16. Okay, no, 12 is the difficulty, so that's not a success. Okay, it's a 12 now. Yeah. I've been trying to buy up no anyway. So okay. Just an excuse. I got a seven to get my basic. Okay. That'll put me at three if I make it. Yeah, the first the first difficulty level is a six. Okay. Okay, then I'll just make mine an eighteen. Okay. So you'll have the basic. Yay. Uh, familiarity with it, then you guys get uh, intermediate. The primer really does help. Um, it anticipates the stumbling blocks you would have. So I have six ticks. And it sneakily makes you start to use it while you're, because uh, normally you just uh, in, invoke the thing. It, it, it's incredibly easy. You don't need to know anything about the iconography to invoke it. It's just an act of will. And then it'll just produce a haze in front of your, in front of it, and it will start walking you through the exercise. And at one point, in order to go to the next exercise, you have to put in the glyph for continuance, which is one of the simplest ones. And you're stuck on that for a while, just trying to enter it in, and then it'll send you to another page if you you seem to be having trouble, mm-hmm. and you go to that. Uh, it's almost annoying, but this is intended for six-year-olds, mm-hmm. so. Um, but eventually you get it, and, and you have basic facility. Now the next level is super difficult for you guys, so it's going to be an 18, and you're going to need to get three successes t- in total for it. Not everybody can be a uh, brain on a stick, so. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> What's your last question? Um, <clears throat> um, given that we are now in the Laconian Iconography's capital city, um, can any of the Laconians 
detect or activate Lena's iconography and enchantments? Well, you don't have any, there's no way to answer this. You're not interacting okay. with any of them right now. Okay. I, in fact, you are technically not in the center of the power of this. Okay. Uh, you, it's hard to, when you're drawing on the source, it just is everywhere. Okay. But there is sort of a grain structure to it that's hard to define. That there's a direction, and it leads deeper into the continent. You realize, though, that this thing is, it's, this power is actually all over the world, but the source is does come from a place. Um, that's one of the most subtle things that you finally realize you understood. Okay. Um, so there's a, you can, yeah, you just don't get the answer to that, that question that way. That, that's fine. Um. Um, this happened to them. Uh, what's your enchant level? Just a little hard level. My base level is 10. Okay. Um, while you were, like, as soon as you, you woke up and you guys were here in port, you got sendings, enchantments that were trying to do stuff with you, a bunch of small ones. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I, I assume you just dismissed them? Um, more than likely. Yeah. Uh, they were annoyances, and you, you caught word that the others had trouble with that. They're mostly advertisements or people trying to contact you, or got weird it. impositions. Pop-ups. There, there sure are some fucking. It's it's kind of worse. It's kind of worse than pop-ups and ads in general because it's also people just kind of trying to graffiti you, uh, and like you know it's like oh vandals. Um, but you finish your work. Mm -hmm. The page tells you that. Um, what do you do? Um, I will um, go into Lena and Tall's room and explain to them where I'm going and to stay on the ship. Um, Tall is with Black Oak. You realize he's come aboard. Okay. There's a ship uh, that he, he's come aboard, and he's over at the prow of the ship mm -hmm. behind his curtain, obviously wanting to be alone. And Tall is with him, though. Okay. And he looks, you can see Tall look over, and he looks incredibly serious. Like, they're doing something. He carries an axe with him. Okay. Um, but I'll, I'll explain to Lena what's happening and that Tall will be back um, uh, soon. Um, and to um, not leave the ship because it is very, very dangerous. I, I kind of want to call. See? It's an 11 charm. <laughs> you stale smacker. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Dragon juice corporal punishment. I'm about it. <laughs> I understand that you want to come, Lena, but right now we don't even know how safe it is for us. Let us go ahead and take care of the paperwork part, and then we can have you go and see the continent, when, um, even if it, even if you end up flying over it. Is that okay? You can have two feats. It's all I do, obviously. Children always lean in, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. don't know how not to. Yeah. Um, within this discussion, I can lead them to my own conclusions. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, 17. Yeah, she's like, aww. Let's deal with it. You don't have to lead it. I'm not, no. Fine. I just really want to go. It seems like it's really fun. I just want to get out. There's not much to do here. I mean, I like playing with Tom and Fog. Oomphy. <laughs> but 
He gets tired really easy, and Tal's gotten real. And she does that with her head. <laughs> Children's toys, I do Miss not. Miss Pale's really, she's nice. We thought about that, don't worry. Well, maybe you can go down um, and visit her and see if she, you can make cookies together today. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, good luck. I'll be back soon. Do you head up to the deck? I make sure that she doesn't follow me, and I head up to the deck. You don't. You don't think she's gonna follow you? Um, despite her immaturity, she's always been a fairly polite child and easy to get to do with. Like she has a hard time disobeying adults, and it's obvious where that comes from. Yeah. Because if your dad's the summoner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, I will go um, topside and um, entreat with the envoy to take me to the meetings. Um, they point to the, the little craft that's uh, below you, and um, you see flying craft of all sorts, like, buzzing around. There's a big no-fly zone around your ship and mm -hmm. generally the government area, too. And... Uh, so, uh, and you can see the, uh, kind of the prominence on which the government building is where you're going. It's not that far away. You think you could fly there if you wanted, but they lead you down to the ship if you, you know. Um, I will gently glide down to the ship. Yeah. You just kind of curl up at the prow of it, mm -hmm. and the, the thing takes off. You see a few ships, like, flying really high overhead. Like, clearly, the no-fly zone is a dome and not mm -hmm. just doesn't extend forever. So they're really high up ahead, and occasionally you see little glints of light from them. And it, it's midday, so or uh, early morning, actually. Y yeah, you had these, uh, this is a morning meeting that you guys had. Yeah. Yes, they're morning. You stayed the night. And, yes, uh, they did. So it's morning, and you see these flashes even in the daylight. It's a beautiful summer day. You can't see, I mean, because you... You know, you went thousands of miles in a, in a blink, so the mist is like out of sight, out of mind a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, when they troll over to the island, there's a dock with actual wooden planking, but it's supported by weird uh, Laconian, uh, whatever that metal is that they use for everything. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly been lacquered and polished so that it'll weather the... Some Someone was, uh, you know, melodramatic about preserving the original dock for some historical reason that's disappeared and you debark the guards lead you into a low flat building compared to the rest of this Laconian city it looks like an ugly government building but like I told them if it were in the middle of the, the lost continent it'd be a wonder because it's got spires too and it's gleaming and mostly crystal and that strange silvery metal inside it, the floors are polished black marble ceilings too somehow with uh, silvery columns and they lead you without a word. They, they, all the government employees wear kind of gray jumpsuits that are nondescript. And they usually have a ranking of like five or six pips on their collar. Um, <laughs> did you almost do a stumble bump? <laughs> I almost did a stumble bump. I'm fine. Uh, and they lead you to, which were obviously guest quarters because the okay. floor turns to grass. It looks yeah. like grass and you can smell. It's very nice. It's very floral. There, there's more windows around here. You catch uh, one of the, like, Gwen's dogs, like, sniffing around some of the rooms. And, uh, yeah, so you guys hear uh, 
Varendra. Varendra coming in. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. We already had a meeting. This is a really strange place. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it, 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 it's kind of overwhelming. <clears throat> Going to give you a brief rundown of the things that you missed. Um, <clears throat> upon our arrival... I wish you could input number, but she really doesn't know. So. Yeah, I'll be quick. <laughs> yeah. um, upon our arrival, we uh, met the... Uh, well, first of all, Dex has kind of gone off now. Uh, he's back with the courses. Uh, we met some of the uh, members of the High Council, the Magistrates, which is where we are now. They're, they are not the High Council. Oh. They're the Council of this branch of this part of the government, just to be clear. Okay. I think you might be confusing them with the High Council of Sorcery, was it? No, no, the Enclave. We uh, met three specific groups right. that were vying for our attention. The Magistrates, which are with, with the government. The Enclave, which are sorcerers. Um, of some kind, <laughs> source, sorcerer, ha, um, and then the guild of you clever. of interlocution, I think interlo- the interlocutors. Yeah, um, they were the socialites. Um, each of the three groups had things to offer us. We figured we best go with the magistrates for now and leave our options open. Considering we don't know the laws around here very well, we also got a brief rundown of etiquette and things of that nature. Um, uh, they don't talk, like to talk about... One of the big things is that they don't like to talk about bodily functions around here and food and that sort of thing I've seen is kind of taboo, I suppose. They're, I can relate. They're also all vegetarians, apparently. They eat these little cubes. Um, I think I might have very, really offended them when I asked for some meat for my dogs. What were the other things? That was the big thing that stuck with me because it was one of the first things that we screwed up. There's a thing on gift giving. Yep. Oh, right. Yes, gift giving. Um, they, they can give us a gift and we will receive it, but it's considered in plight. It's like the Illithyrian custom. It's, it's 100% in... the Illithyrian custom. Okay. Yeah. But we, it mentioned something that we are expected to give them a gift months down the road for a different occasion, but not explicit. It was very complicated to me. You know, it, yeah. You know that that's just a, it's a, a thing you learn. Yes. And the finding it, and I'll give you this for free. In certain circles, because like you know the real s- smart people who realize that a lot of their social things are just an affectation. If you find the more elaborate and ridiculous reason to return a gift that you come up with, the funnier it is, and it's okay. still appropriate, and it's like it's wildly. It doesn't make any sense while you're doing it. If you can make a joke of it, it works even better. Okay. But, yeah. But that's, there's no way your party members are going to get that. I, th- I think those were two of the biggest. Oh, um, they don't talk about personal finance. And I they, don't think they talk about age either. Nor do they talk about affordance. Right, affordance. It's very rude to ask someone's affordance. And you guys are all still at zero. <laughs> we all are still affordant zero. But all of us have basic literacy here now. Even Galzareth. <laughs> well, you didn't have to say it like that. Oh, my. <laughs> yes, she did. Didn't I, though? Now, he sold his four, like, silver eyes mm-hmm. with him. They look a little different. You can't quite place it. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that's another thing. Oh, we also have uh, Arathion and Ilgoth here. Ilgoth decided to become the bonded servant, uh, bonded servant of the Kyurger, and she really likes learning the language. 
Oratheon decided to become the bonded servant of Galzareth, and he's mostly here, I believe, entertaining himself with the hot water features? They, there's a room for you, mm-hmm. um, and it's been appointed for you. Uh, it has a, instead of a, it's clearly been removed, like a narrow bed has clearly been removed, and there's a rounded one with pillows all over it that's much larger. It kind of mm-hmm. dominates the space. There is just an extrusion from the wall of silvery metal with a bowl in it and no fixtures. But while she's saying it, like even being somewhat near it, talking about it, like a little spigot will just, that wavery, shifty thing that happens, uh, which you've completely gotten used to by now. Mm-hmm. A, a little like arc appears of metal and it starts to, like hot water starts to come to the bowl. And we found out that me and Black Oak and you have all stepped out of mythology and those two, they don't have a term for yet. Well, not you in your current form, but you know, I don't know how they'll take your What do you mean by stepped out of mythology? They thought we were myths. Long dead myths. Your story put characters to them. Oh, I'm like, no, I was born. Were you, um, were you here? Did not walk out of book. Were you here when it was explained to us that the continent that we come from is basically, basically a preserve Yes. Okay. We found out that... Dex did explain that. Youth culture here is apparently quite fascinated with the unfettered lands, and they like to gather in public areas and play roles as though they are from the unfettered lands. And you've witnessed this? No. We all got a lot of advertisements for it. While you're here, like, in the... In the and the short ride over, you were still getting bombarded with those little pings. They feel like little sparks or itches mm-hmm. that you can dismiss like flies. In this government building, they're gone. They're, they're not happening anymore. So they're shielded somehow. Oh, yeah, so just to retcon something, or rather address something, one of the attendants said that you should help, because the crew are still on board the ship, and they have to stay there, mm-hmm. but they're getting bombarded with shit, and these are pirates, and they have no idea how to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, I'll let that no roll ride for you setting up a simple ward to keep them out. Yeah. All, that, all you need to fine. tell me is where you put the uh, the rooms mm-hmm. for it. You figured that the on the bridge, on the building, mm-hmm. is a good place. It's a simple like three-room structure with a tripartite three-dimensional okay. structure. And uh, that's the first time you've used it like for a simple, permanent, or semi-permanent. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's it's a lot easier than you think. Magic isn't, shouldn't, shouldn't be this easy. Um, my base invoke is a 17. Yeah, you, okay. you usually do it, and while you're there, they all go away. You could sense them kind of like hanging out in a dome around, because they're almost physical objects. Yeah. And then you could feel them just trying to go, hey, hey, buddy, you like lollipops? And, you know, prostitutes? <laughs> yeah, things like that. <laughs> you gonna open the gate so I can get at your friends? <laughs> Yes, I would definitely do that so that they did not get harassed by strange advertisements um, or advertisements. And Black Oak and Galzareth began to fill them in on everything regarding the Red Mist. They didn't know how fast it would be here and its effects. Um, they called it the plague. The plague. I'm very wary about telling them too much because I remember when we spoke about this previously, with Dex especially, he said that they will keep us around for as long as they think we are useful. But there's still a lot to cover. Oh, they know about the other item that's been with us since the start of the journey. Okay. 
They know we have it. They know okay. what it is, and they know it needs to be kept hidden, but there's been nothing else. Who said that? Jake said that, I thought. No, it was in the meeting. They, they implied Both, they actually. Yeah. Um, Dex, Dex pointed out uh, to us originally that we, since we rolled, there was a very good roll on him, uh, mm-hmm. he pointed out to us that we should keep, basically keep Lena hidden, mm-hmm. and then also during the meeting, I believe uh, Tav also had mentioned that... Uh, not by name, but she mentioned she knows of this uh, she secret. She was incredibly cagey when she sh- said that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Which she, you can infer that the other members of the meeting aren't on the same page with that or don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. I just didn't want it to be like they officially know all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little ping that it comes from somewhere in the suites, and it's, it's so much more polite than the three tones from the ship. That, and you, you know that means like that there's a, going to be a meeting soon. So probably Iro has showed up. Oh, somebody uh, wasn't here. He was late. He probably just got here, and we're about to go into another meeting. Um, I'm not initially concerned about not having enough information to give them. Um, we have an entire decade's worth of trade records from. Um, Grayport, and I still have my ledger. I also got a weird message from one of the citizens. I did get the address. When we're free, we should go. See what he has to say. Is it a party? No, it was some surreptitious invitation about the way that things actually are. Mm-hmm. What do you remember what it was? It was a dude, he like had a sign. And so he was saying one thing, and the sign was reading something else. If what you can read this, come to this address. Yeah, if you can read this, right. this address, like things aren't, aren't aren't the way they seem, or something like that. <clears throat> the we also left things open with the hedge mages, was it? Sorcerers. Sorcerers. Uh, we left things open with them and the socialites, as to not make any enemies. So they may come calling on us at some point. Uh, we you will probably have to entertain the socialites or flee. We will be able to leave here eventually after they're done with their initial meetings. Okay. I very much think they want to keep us here as long as they can. Oh, that was another piece. Um, the magistrates want to keep us here as long as they can? Yes, and probably anyone we talk to here. But the magistrates said they have technically they have to let us leave at some point. Also, you're under diplomatic envoy, so you have a certain legal status. Also, um, we found out recently that if we get bogged down in some kind of, you know, legal or documental dispute, it is better for us to find, to, cor- to chart a way through that than to try and go around it. The harder they make it, they make it honest, the, the, we're going in the right path. The okay. easier it is for us to do something, it's what they want us to do. I, I believe Arathion gave the most unfortunate advice I've ever heard, which is the more boring it is, the more important it is. Um, do we know of any other... Do, so the, the three councils, the Council of Magistrates, the Council... Of sorcerers and the council of they're socialites. Not really, they're not really councils. I'm just going to call them that. Sure. <clears throat> um, do they operate only within the city, or can we assume that they operate in 
or have further reach than just the city? I don't know about the socialites, but I think we can assume the other two absolutely do. Because one of them is the, the government's region of this whole place, which sounds terribly frustrating and just restrictive. But, and the other, it seems like they have a large kind of association for the mages. Uh, yes, and also um, one final point is that there is an emperor among above all of this. That Would the emperor live? Yes, as far as we're aware, yes. And he and may want to meet us. Yeah. Where is the emperor located? Don't think that we got that far. Matthias was part of the lineage. Matthias was part of the lineage. Yes. But it was so the long. The emperor ago. is not voted in; it's hereditary. And they said they it seemed to imply that the reason that Matthias was cast out is something that wouldn't be a problem anymore, but they didn't elaborate. It's all redacted. They were uh, just to give her the sense of what was going on, they were kind of abused about it. <clears throat> that all his reasons for leaving and everything are just not an issue anymore. Uh-huh. Alright, you can all get a collective no roll here. I'm not gonna bog down this section with uh, endless like, talking, although I enjoyed it. I know you guys don't seem to like Oh man, I'm, I love it so much. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, shut that. the fuck up. In Secrets of Earth. Uh, yeah, for this one. Uh, old World? 20. 15. I'm gonna guess Ruthless Tactician probably doesn't apply. Okay. Uh, no, it doesn't. Then I do not get a success. Ooh. This will just be a standard helping. He's getting hella sixes. <laughs> it's because he said that. It's because of what he said. It's my favorite part of the game. Oh. It's the best way to not get, you know. Uh-huh. Through my experiments, I've unlocked the mysteries of life. They're kind of incomprehensible to anyone else, but you could puzzle it out if you... 42! All right, so she gives you three. Is that 45? And she gives you two. So that's 47. Okay. Oh, you almost had a 48. Uh, don't, nobody spend, of don't spend any experience on that. It's fine. Um, this discussion, um, I'll just say, and, and if I do this and you, your character wouldn't do this, just tell me. But... Rendra, you sort of lead the discussion into a general symposia here. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that that alert for the meeting comes in about halfway through it, where you're talking about your entire situation. So this is a very broad mm-hmm. general discussion. Uh, Gwen lets you know that while you're here, you're not under observation. But everywhere else, you, you got to play something? Yeah, I'll, but I'll, not yet. Okay. <laughs> but everywhere else in the building and probably in the city, there's constant surveillance. Of magical variety. Um, they did, yeah, right. And this is just becomes like your general situation in Laconia. Um, it's not gonna. Ha- I'm not gonna give you much here as a way of a general uh, overview. Let's see. The social complexities here are like it's like somebody took Eletheria and cubed it. The level of just social quagmires and. Uh, Plots and subplots and things that can happen in the 
the rules that govern their society, their laws are incredibly complex. It's just, it's just a morass. It's going to take a lot of intelligence to sort of navigate. And you guys, uh, we'll only get two questions because this is actually a pretty difficult role. Uh, um, Ilgoth kind of barges in in the middle of it, and she sees you guys are talking, and she's got, yeah, she's got one of the feeding tines on each of her hands, and uh, she has a piece of, like, a crystalline, it looks like a chunk of white stone that she pulled out of her gauntlet, and she's, like, about to say, hey, look, and she's floating it in, in her hands, and it's spinning around, and then she sees that you guys are t talking, and then Oratheon just comes in and is like, hey. And he's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so the meals are delivered with little, like, uh, chopsticks, basically, that go on your fingers. Mm -hmm. But they allow you to levitate the food up. And so after every meal, I've just been giving her all of mine. And so she's got one for every finger now. And now she's just making shit float. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one way to keep it sanitary. Yeah, exactly. It tells you how little they want to interact with the organic. That even their food doesn't touch food. Yeah, pulled, yeah. Food, their utensils don't. Pulled right of Adrian's ideal world theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a lovely place. <laughs> <laughs> so we, these, we each have two questions about yep. general Laconia, essentially. Yeah, this is pretty open-ended here. That's why I allowed your old world shit, so it could go in that direction, too. Um... If we wanted to join the Unfettered Lands LARP, where would we go to sign up? <laughs> I'm not going to let you waste that question. <laughs> Did you just want to use it to, like, how, how the Unfettered Lands relate to the rest of the county? Sure, like yes. That? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's in the south. Like, here's a, a very, very crude uh, map. So, you're in the Royal Province, the high imperial city here. Mm hmm and the uh, old Laconia is to the south. Uh, it was the old capital a long time ago. And on the peninsula is the unfettered lands. Okay. Now, the size of this could be a little confusing, but this is like this is, a, this is like half the size of India here. Mm. And so this would be like a little bit bigger than Sri Lanka. Mm. Um, but the real thing is like, to, if you go to the unfettered lands, you are there. That, that's... you. Your ascent to the non-rules that they have about everything is you ascent to it when you walk across the border. And you know that there's like 80 million border guards like, hey, please don't go in there. They're lunatics and you'll die. Mm. None of your laws, none of our laws can protect you. It's just complete chaos and anarchy. Mm. But all you have to do is go there. Due to this association with the uh, unfettered lands, will anything we say be taken seriously by people in the by uh, other than people in the government who like know what's going on? By the unfettered lands? Yeah, just due to where we're from. Are you saying if you go there? What's the social stigma of us being from the unfettered lands? Uh, unfettered lands, mm -hmm. essentially, is what I'm asking. From there? 
Because that's where we came from. No, no, we no, 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 no. no. Uh, you're from the Forbidden Continent. Yes. The Unfettered yeah, Lands okay. are their weird little like state. No rules. Where oh, no rules apply. I thought it was an interchangeable no. name. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Oh, sorry about that. Wow, that must have sounded really weird. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. it's, that's why you're getting an advertisement for it. They weren't LARPing as you guys. They were LARPing as people from this like region, which is like, you know, the size of the South. That's right, where they don't have any laws. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, then how, how would... Yeah, let me let me think about my question because it was based on nothing. So I go. <laughs> you got <Okay>. it. <laughs> um, why all the taboo around the denialists? Oh, good question. They are connected to the old faith, which you would have to you'd have to assume is some version of the worship of the three. Mm-hmm. And this place has become a technomantic wonderland where everyone has access to the source and things that would be impossible things out of myth and story where you're from, the little children do all day long. Um, there's progress. Death hasn't been conquered, but it's been made like not something that anybody worries about. You know this place doesn't have a lot of crime or anything else. No one goes hungry. Everyone has a place. Uh, in fact, there's so much um, lack of scarcity that you you don't even have to work here. You just got you've gotten that sort of impression. Um, so anyone who harkens back to the old world before then is sort of an embarrassment, and they don't like to admit that people believe those things anymore. But there's also a little bit of guilt, probably, about losing connection to your old history. And that's why the denialists are, they have certain legal statutes and rights that surround them, so they want, they're not harassed or anything like that. So, is that enough? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll always take more if you'll give me more. <laughs> I tend to get pretty generous with the, the answers. Maybe not in fun, but definitely never have. With this lack of scarcity here, what is the driving factor for the majority of the citizens? It's not like it's not supporting yourself through work. What is it? Right. Yeah, um, we have no way to know this. This this is all foreign to us. Yeah, I can't give you super <laughs> specific details. You, this probably wouldn't be hard to find. You're in a government building. You know they would have numbers on this kind of thing, but. Um, most people do have something they do. They, there are jobs like there. You would guess people who have to maintain all the insane buildings and enchantments. Probably a lot of artists. Um, people obviously work for the government, and you would imagine that this government is enormous. Like you know, like every fifth person works for it, kind of thing. And there's probably a lot of people who just just live. Just live. Yeah. Oh, man. No struggle at all. Completely alien to you. What a paradise. that'd be nice um where is the source located and how is it treated is it like um you know worshipped as a volcano god or is it like a floating rock in the middle somewhere or is it like Tov told them and I assume you relate this to her yeah Yeah. you guys were worried about that and she says hey um, no in the center of the continent there's the font where the source emanates from 
it's deep underground, and she was like being really above board about it. It's like long, long ago, the ancient sages found like this basically uh, a connection to the power that's in the center of the world, like just all the heat and energy from the world itself. Uh, it emanates from the swamp and figured a way to make it usable for everyone open it up to the world it suffuses the entire world and uh, but there is a place and she said you should go there it is a tourist attraction okay nobody worships the source it's just like the power grid that pe people treat it like that most people don't even talk about it it's just always around got it and it's everywhere a little something scratches the back of your mind it's like if it's been everywhere for a very very long time could people have unconsciously drawn upon it in the uh, Forbidden Land? That's just something to think about mm -hmm. for the retreat. If we were to go to the Unfettered Lands and survive, mm -hmm. would we be given access back into the city or other parts of Laconia? Anybody who leaves is considered to have like come to their goddamn senses. Okay. And yeah. I didn't know if it was a, you go there... No, they don't want anybody to go there, and they're happy to try to get people to leave. Cool. Um, whatever debts or anything else you've accrued or any legal contracts or anything are still in effect, so you might have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, they're, they're more than happy to have people come back. Nevertheless, it's there's a lot of people there. Mm. Is that two for everybody? That's my two. Yeah, the, everyone else we just one. started the new round. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. So you, can we come back from the other yes. land? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, do I feel like there's any connection between the icons and the source, or are they entirely orthogonal? That's outside of the scope of this. Okay. Then, um, have I noticed a? Have I been able to physically feel the source since mm, I've been here? Probably. Looking back at your memory, probably not. Um, you know that the iconography is the formalized way that you do that. And if you don't know that there's something, and every time you use it, you have to ask. You don't have to ask permission. You have to accept it every single time. And if you don't know the language to do that. But that's you. And you are a demon creature from beyond. So maybe other people are affected differently. Since the source is like a power grid, has it ever gone dark? Well, you there'd be no way for you to tell this if you want to rephrase it. Oh, yeah. This is an easy thing you can just ask somebody, but... That's you know. true. I probably shouldn't write a question on it. No, you can ask somebody else. something personal go ahead I have a question and if it's outside the scope of the investigation that's fine who is the manservant to the summoner and did he come from Laconia oh that oh, guy wow yeah no, because he's that. unusually spry for his old ass age yeah I can give you an answer here it will use your question that's fine that's, that is my question no he's not one of but he that isn't this is just one of those I've been paranoid my entire existence and finally like something comes to the surface yeah he's not what he seems you don't think he's from Laconia um, 
first of all, he didn't. He doesn't look like Kung. And he's everyone okay. here is very very tall, like copper to very dark complexions, long straight hair, okay. very yeah, pale eyes, like almost no humans on earth look like this. Okay, but um, and he he looks like he was from Malcraft. Okay, but uh, he definitely not what he seems at all. Governess wasn't what she seemed. Well, yeah, to be it <laughs> at all either. A lot more pinchy. I just figured if he would have snuck out with anybody else, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That probably would have been the most likely person. Why did the summoner leave Latonia? Um, yeah, this is, is just that still not okay. Yeah, I guess this is about Laconia as it is. This will take a deep right dive into the records. And yeah, we, it's redacted in the records. So and even in the meeting, which unredacted some of the information, still a lot of it was Mostly, redacted. Yeah. yeah, we got to see basically the same page that we saw that was all redacted out. And they had like you could a ask few how lines we would have were... to go to to get the redacted information. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you have a feeling that uh, Iro would be a person to ask for a way to do that just hearing about how the guy operates. Okay. And then that uh, signal for the meeting comes in. Usually it means like 10 minutes mm. and that it will probably be in the same meeting hall if they only have the one. Mm. Um, Should we go back to the meeting hall? Yes. Yeah. I think that <clears throat> hopefully the sooner we get all of this done, the sooner that we can get on to actually investigating how to deal with the summoner and the plague... Agreed. And on that note, I would like to play a card. Okay. Love's Labor. The most surprising person possible declares their romantic love for you, enumerating all of your fine qualities. Deal with it. <laughs> all right. Does the card I like to play a card. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> in plain sight, in your broad wanderings, a dangerous spy, curious interloper, or a helpful stowaway reveals itself. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um, These are not easy ones to do. <laughs> Um, oh. oh, Josh Barton, are you talent? <laughs> you uh, make your way to the meeting room. You walk in, and you know it's a big room with a long, like, sort of oval, um, or, or I think it was maybe rectangular uh, meeting chair. All the chairs here have like a little base, and then the chair itself just hovers above it. Um, it still has the little cordoned-off area for Black Oak. In fact, there's attendants going there to like kind of disassemble it and but on the far end sitting where uh, um tov was is the tallest laconian you've seen even just kind of folded in the chair he's like he might be close to eight feet tall oh wow he um he's got wild black hair uh very very bright blue eyes kind of a weathered expression on his face although it's still really hard to see their ages incredibly long limbs and he's got a silvery ball like half the size of a baseball, and he's just throwing it against the wall. It comes back, and he does something with his hand, and it hovers in front of him. He throws it again. And he looks over and says, Hello. I suppose you are our new visitors. He's drunk. He's very drunk. <laughs> I am Iro. You see on his thing, he's the same um, rank as... Uh, what's his name was Vaughn mm -hmm. 
So I think that's the fifth rank. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he he was about the same rank as all the other people in the meeting, and below uh, Toph was. He stands up, just unfolds himself. He's wearing the same government jumpsuit, but it's rumpled and kind of unwashed. He has a smell bad, but he looks kind of just, you know, like he, he just rolled out of bed or something. He's got rings on his fingers. Uh, his left ear, you wouldn't call them piercings, but there's things that are kind of around his ears, like little gems that kind of float there. Uh, and he's like, I'm glad to finally meet you. Um, sit or float, Mr. Dragon. And he gets this weird twinkle in his eye. And he kind of stands up straight. And he bows weirdly on one knee, does a thing with his hand. Give me a no roll for Rendro. Social cues, those hidden secrets of her. Mm -hmm. 23. This is an ancestral memory, and it feels foreign to you. But it's like you, there's this sort of sense of, oh, someone who remembers. Remembers what it's supposed to be. Uh, this is an obeisance that mortals would give to dragons in the hundred ages that have come and gone since the world was young. And uh, he does some sleight of hand and um, produces a gem. It's like mm -hmm. a sapphire, a huge one. And he hands it to you in a proffered way, averting his gaze with his hand like this, like on the side of his face, and gives it to you. I take it ceremoniously. Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. You start, you master yourself to take it, but you see your arm already reaching out for it, but then you, and he's like, oh, thank you, and may the everlasting sky be ever beneath you. He stands up, and he looks at you, Gwen, with kind of a rakish grin in his eye. He has a little pouch. He casts some salt before you, says like, ha-ha, now you cannot cross and steal what has been mine, but if you want to truck and deal then we may speak freely oh mistress of the beasts wandering in the northern wastes the the stealer of the secret of fire you can give me a no roll <laughs> i would love to <laughs> mr steal your girl just counts her up off to the side do me next do me next <laughs> tell me things about me i don't know <laughs> Tapping your little feet. <laughs> <laughs> you do have little feet. Oh my god! No, you don't. You. I, I assume you have like dinner platters for feet. Um, Thanks. <laughs> a old world. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-one. Yeah, you, this is more clear in your remembrance because, like, Verinda transformed into her form and inherited it. You've always been this way, and he's like, yeah, that's, that's some of them. The rangers and the, the coursers, different version of coursers, who knew of you, uh, this is how they would treat with you. It was always kind of combative because anyone who was like really gave you a lot of obeisance and was really humbled in front of you, you never respected it in the old days. And so, yeah, that little like uh, spray of salt, it, it's a 12 to get a, a, to walk over it. I mean, you can just go around. But, um, but the thing, the honorifics that he gave you are entirely appropriate. You know that in your memory, the way you can respond, you can just be polite. You can give him a quest, or you can fight him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
to run this game. <laughs> 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 the, the thing about him, the mentioning of the he, she who stole the fire, that's an old, old memory that's still very hazy to you. Well, Iroh, you know a lot about me then. It's a pleasure to meet you. And since you're so brave, perhaps one day you'd care to try and string my bow. Ah, it would be honor and a challenge. And he does a little sort of elaborate bow. Kyodra, it's good to meet you. And he looks at you and he's got this sort of hesitance. How fares the life from above? Give me no roll. No. Yeah. Um, he clearly doesn't blame me. He knows nothing about you. Uh, eight. Must be frustrating. Give me no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, I will say, well, um, you know, as above, so below. Ah! <laughs> ah! It is so. <laughs> um, okay, um, a charm's coming at everybody. It, it, there's not. A, it's not very high stakes to be accepted that you. You know, you just. I already like this guy. Yeah. It's not great, but it is a seventeen. Um, I yeah. relent. <laughs> yeah, I accept. Okay. How about you? What, what is the charm? Of... If you accept that, you just are dis. You can have a normal conversation without the guardedness that you've been doing with the magistrates. If you don't accept, you can still keep them him at arm's length. Yeah, this is actually this is a big deal for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know when it ends because it's not going to last for the entire conversation. But. Mm -hmm. I need to write down. Um, it must be frustrating with all of your. Vast knowledge. Did you? Oh, you're resisting. Okay. With, with all your vast knowledge, you you have no idea what I am. Two feet, argue. We've been traveling with him for the better part of a year, and even <clears throat> we don't know. <laughs> okay, you may not. All right, well, okay, do what you're gonna do. <laughs> Your vile machinations will hold no sway. No, he's not, he's not vile at all. He's trying to be nice, and you're just like. Think again, bitch! <laughs> Knock the drink out of his hand. 30. He's like, Indeed it is frustrating. I agree entirely. <laughs> because, you know. <laughs> but, uh, I will say, life is made by the mysteries it presents in front of us. And if there are no mysteries, well, there's no life anymore. And I'm, I would love to bend your ear to learn about the strange place that you call home. But that might be for another date. We're here for me to, I suppose, 
well, Paul in, in, insisted I help debrief you, and also, I assume you've got my message. And you were going to, oh, wait, yeah, you were. I'm actually going to be yeah. resisting. Okay. Um, you are staring at the sapphire. You got it in, your, in between your claws. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just dragon shit. You don't have a lot of defenses against that. Enchantment. <laughs> Resist dragon shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not a terrible idea. <laughs> He's like, hey, I found a pile of gold. Well, she's out of the combat. <laughs> <laughs> Old petrify anyone who comes close. <laughs> I would pay... A reasonable amount of money for Vrendra's new form as Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, gold's really dense. That was a surprisingly smart cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I humbly accept this gift and your hospitality, um, Magistrate Iroh, but we do have a lot of things that we need to cover, and we can entertain each other later. Okay, two feats. That's definitely an argument. Sorry, I don't want you guys to die. You guys go smoke. Uh, within this discussion, I can lead them to my own conclusions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to do an 18. I'm not going to lean in. Okay. I just wanted to take all you off to the right, damn it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I did. <laughs> um, and that was a good point. He, uh... Kind of looks at you for a second, pauses, and he pulls out something. He's got pockets everywhere. He's probably altered his jumpsuit, which you know is probably a violation. And he pulls out a little, very thin little vial. You know those tiny glow sticks, the little itty bitty mm-hmm. ones? It's like that, but it's blue. And he like does something, it pops a little vapor, and he inhales it. His eyes like flicker, and then suddenly he's like, very good. And he's like, his drunkenness just left him. Is it at all like the the comp? That I got from... It's a similar make. It doesn't do the same thing. This is clearly, like, medicinal. Mm-hmm. It's like instant hangover cure. Uh, or just being drunk, which they're not really drugs for that exactly. But uh, and he comports himself, and he does something with his hair where it just kind of lays flat. Uh, well, yes, I don't want to waste any of your time bragging about my knowledge of the old world, which is one of my... Many fascinations. But you're not leaning in, right? Yeah. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to hear more of that later. For sure. Yes, for sure. I, I would. As would I. I would like to speak with all of you at length. Um, so, yes, you got my letter. Yes. And it, she didn't mention it, but you got a letter from him about, like, hey, here's, that's where all those basic etiquette things oh. that Latonia were from. And he wrote it He wrote it in a very conversational tone. Even just was it physical? Yeah. It was and on, then didn't it disappear? No, it just turned into blank vellum afterwards. turned into blank vellum, yep. Right. Well, he looks up and he makes sure you know what he's looking at. And he's, he looks at each of the little eyes, tiny little crystalline things that are clearly spy, like basically cameras. Mm-hmm. There's like ten of them in this room. So obviously... Um, we are being observed. Yes. One of the curious things about Laconia is that everyone consents to being observed at all times, but everybody also acknowledges it, like, openly, which you think we wouldn't do, given our rather strange predilections. Um, I should say, technically, what this is is a debriefing session 
with the assumption that you're going out into the Imperial City to make your way as diplomats are allowed to do. And I'm here to answer your questions and to help facilitate this process and to also make an offer for you not to do that at all. But I'm here to answer your questions first. So, and he uh, sits back down, uh, picks up the weird little silvery ball, does something and it disappears. You can see the little uh, space sort of warping around it. You can, you can now tell at your level mm -hmm. of facility with the power of the source, whenever it's used, it distorts space a little bit. Okay. Um, he pulls out a flask. This diplomatic... And starts to get <clears throat> drunk again. I'm going to pull out the comp that I have and just take a hit off of it. And he like, holds up his flask and is like, ah! And like, tink! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that uh, I think it gives you like... Two mind back. Yeah, it gives you two time. mind back. Yeah. Yep. Now I have so one. hit this um, diplomatic envoy and pomp and circumstance through the city. Is that a requirement? Is that is is that a cultural tradition? Yes to both. Um, as we are a society governed by laws, probably more strict than the ones in the Forbidden Land, but the laws of that place are one of the least known things about it. Uh, but here, yes, very strict laws. You are diplomatic envoys from there, and thus you are afforded certain very strong rights. Mm -hmm. One of those is that you have free movement throughout the, well, the, the continent itself. Okay. And it's also an old, old tradition. It actually dates back from its imperial law. He says that differently, which it sounds like he's talking mm -hmm. about ancient things like the Magna Carta. Yeah. And thus we cannot legally keep you. Um, one of the, the strange things about living in the Panopticon <laughs> is that you might have noticed the large crowds out on the harbor. You didn't yes. notice this, I didn't tell you. Who are, and the many, um, in, uh, what would we call them? We've had several invitations. Invitations, that's a very polite way to look at it. All the invitations you've been sent. Those are everywhere in the city, and everyone has to deal with them on their own. But the, the sheer volume of them that you're being bombarded with uh, is unusual. They all know you're here. So if you just, for three weeks, just stayed in the governmental compound, there will be a public outcry. There will be stories in the drift. It will be a, a whole entire issue. So the magistrate wants to avoid that. But they also have the problem in that they do want to keep you here because of how important your visit is. Takes another sip. Yeah, he's just drinking booze. Nothing weird or special about it. You could smell it. It smells like it smells like really, really good scotch. Hmm. Oh, does anybody want a little bit of the old poison? I'll take some. Uh, he uh, does something. Produces a. Uh, uh, this Galsareth, unfortunately, <laughs> it, it's it's a little shot glass or like a, a kind of a highball glass somewhere in between of the thinnest glass you've ever seen in your life like it should just crumble in a breeze just like the cup and he pours it in deftly it's deep amber and hands it to you it's like it's not translucent it, you can't see through it oh it's really weird i'll try some <laughs> yeah it's like cask strength like 80 year old it's like smoky it's like oh i just drank an entire peat bog and i learned gaelic <laughs> <laughs> it's very good 
I've noticed that you don't necessarily keep to the, I guess, standards and taboo for not consuming things around others. Oh, well, that's, that was that was oversold a little bit. Mostly, you're allowed to eat around people if you're discreet. Uh, you just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you don't want to pull out a, you know, a capon leg and dip it in gravy and eat it in front of people, especially it being a, a you know, a living creature. But I, you know, in some of the provinces out west, they're still a bit primitive and they still, you know, keep animals for that purpose. Oh. Even though there's laws against it. Should, um... Why is the magistrate concerned of us wandering around? Why do they want to keep us here? Um, well, part of it is actually for your own benefit because you will be assaulted by a million different factions and interests and I know you've gained some facility with iconography and you all have your own powers, but you're in the belly of the beast here and you could eat, you'd be led astray. No one would, I don't think, work against you directly that I know of, but distraction is a very big <coughs> problem in the Imperial City. Understood. And if you were to partake of some of the things the seedier parts of the city have to offer, you could lose yourself in addictions you didn't even know were possible. Believe me, <laughs> I know about that. If one of us was to choose to attain citizenship here, how we would By the way, Arathion uh, and Ilgoth are not here. No, oh, yeah. If one of us were to show interest in becoming a citizen of Laconia, how would we go about doing that? Ah. Technically, there you have to take an exam. The funny thing about that is, though, that the entire continent and the outlying islands and subcontinents are all under Laconian rule, except for the unfettered lands. And uh, you've been shown the globe of the world. It's essentially a great supercontinent, which is Laconia, some outlying subcontinents and islands which are under our control, and then some unknown places which you might have seen in your journey, and then the Forbidden Land. So no one has done that in a while because it wasn't necessary. Still in the books, but they would have to, you would have to take the exam. I will say to this, your diplomatic envoy status is not um, time sensitive, and you have far more powers with that. Um, there is the matter of and he just touches where his affordance is. Doesn't line it up so you can't tell what his level is. <clears throat> this is pretty much tacit acceptance of your rank in certain ways. I would only say this to you and never say this to Laconian. This would be in effect me stripping down naked in front of you if, if they were here. But mine is very high. But it's not the same thing as a rank in whatever organizations you call your but it opens a lot of doors. I would focus on that if you really want to leverage some authority. How can we increase our affordance? Even he is like a little uncomfortable with this, <laughs> but he brought it up, right? Yeah. Um, it's essentially mastery over the iconography. You increase that, and you can, and you have to directly work at it. It involves some Im- personal essence work. And he says essence like it's got a capital E. Mm-hmm. Um, I can... Before you leave, I will give you some uh, instructional orbs. About that, they will be scrubbed, so they'll be a little rough in your using them, but they will have no connection to 
anything else. And I know I'm being observed with this, but it's entirely within my purview to do so. I'll, I'll remind you <laughs> of... Give me a no roll on him. Because it's essence work, would that be like craft? Or no? You find out in a second. Fair enough. Hidden secrets of Earth. No. 20. I got an 11. So one success. I got a 9. Uh, through my experiments, I've unlocked the mysteries of life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would be a 21. There's a reason why he's given an insane amount of leeway and you can't put your finger on it. That's all I can tell you. And this is a, because you've worked together so much, I just assume that everybody is sharing this. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a healthy action, but I've already calculated it. Um, Right. Other inquiries? Yes. Hundreds. But Well, if you want, would rather have my advice and then we'll go back and forth. Maybe we can pare some of those down. We have allotted uh, half of an hour here, but um, I, I know for a fact there's no official meetings uh, scheduled for the rest of the day, so if I, we went over, it wouldn't be a big deal. Um, why don't you then start by telling us how much you already know about all of this and us and the plague and the summoner, and then we can go from there? Oh. Well, that would take days. Um... I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you an orb later with my background, but I can give you um, what I'm allowed to speak on. We, the magistrate in particular, um, thinks you might hold the secret to stopping the plague, which is extending its reach. We've already put in, um, let's say, defenses against it. And we're fairly confident we could stop its approach into the Laconia, the continent, for a good while, if what we know about it is accurate. But that's a stopgap measure, and Mm -hmm. it's not permanent. It's a change in the nature of the world that that is seeded in the forbidden land and is now spreading, as all changes of that nature have to. The plague, the mist, is just its manifestation. And can we make, I have a suspicion about all of this, and I was hoping that you might be able to confirm affirm or deny it. Should the mist reach the wellspring of source, mm. what would happen then? We do not know. No one. far more frightening to this organization than even the most dire fact that we could say about it if we didn't know. We have a theory that the summoner was paving the way for some greater power to come here. Do you know of any other greater powers outside of here that he might be trying to summon? I do not. Give me a notice. I got your shit over here. I don't have a talent. Okay. Yet. Six. Yeah, he just he clearly doesn't know. 
he is the summoner the biggest problem with him and in fact knowing of its existence was just beamed to us from that ancient obelisk uh, that was a very busy day I will say here in the uh, magistrate um, we had no idea that he had still survived did he leave here on his own accord oh yes Yes, he left with the um, things with the ascension and various conflicts he had with at the time, because this is better part of a millennium that he left, uh, which I am not an expert on the bizarre histories of it. Back then, the emperor, may his name live in perpetuity, uh, had different kinds of influences uh, over the world. And your Matthias had uh, conflicts with that, we shall say. I wonder if Matthias left here and went somewhere else before he showed up in the Forbidden Lands, like somewhere off of this world. It's entirely possible. And that's how he obtained as much power as he did and made connections and learned how to pull things from other worlds to here. He also... <coughs> automatically had a great deal of power as being the only person who could draw from the source in the entire continent. That alone makes you a god among men. It, it can, yes. We had assumed that there were those amongst you that might have find a way to draw upon it. Its power can't be prevented from reaching anywhere in the world. Hmm. Um, Perhaps this would be a better question for the sorcerers, but... I was going to say that. In choosing us to be your primary officiates, you, you have lost some opportunity to speak to those who might know more about this. The sorcerers, although they are fools, uh, they, do, they know a great deal, and they're no more skilled than they are in the use of the power, but they particularly love primeval sorceries. Could we not seek them out of our own accord later? Yes. Um, but the, the, because of the nature of the laws here, <laughs> the fact that you chose us first means that there's going to be a barrier to communicating with them, as is with the uh, interlocutors. He can't keep the disgust out of his voice when he's saying that. So you said that you think that, well, it's the working assumption that we might have within us some sort of secret to stopping the mist, yes? Secret? I, I don't know about like uh, of something you could just reveal and like, oh, it turns out it was the power of friendship. I don't, nothing like that. But we think you might have the power, the powers necessary. I can offer you some more information about the workings that we were a part of, unwittingly, but a part of nonetheless, uh, of a geomantic nature and also of the ultimate goal of the summoner to defeat creatures uh, I'll just say it to defeat the creatures of old known as the icons right yes even he gets a little uncomfortable he pulls out um, it looks like a flat white disc that has no edge to it and he just kind of plops on the table it just kind of springs up becomes a little floating white globe about an inch across so this is a recording from my own 
amusements I can have access to theirs, but I prefer to have my own. Uh, a little uh, iconog iconographic runic structure is like orbiting the thing. Uh, you don't know how that works exactly, uh, but it's like a tiny little globe that has like you know a thing orbiting around it. Um, the rest of the magistrates were not going are not going to be very forthcoming on this. This is how I am useful to them because I'm willing to speak on things that they are not. So you say he has defeated the three. In a manner of speaking, um, their power still yet lingers in this world, and I don't think... I assure you that's impossible. Hold on. <clears throat> it's a 16, and he's very insistent on this. 16 for number two. For all of us? Mm -hmm. uh, I, well, surely you would know better than we would. Yeah, I know that we're not supposed to, and that's part... Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, I just bought no to nine, so I feel like... I <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys... What are the rest of you doing? I almost want to argue and spin through the art. <laughs> <laughs> to what ends? I mean, do everything you can to make my job easier. <laughs> one. Marendra's well, been instructing me in, in the ways of being a people person, so. <laughs> I need to double speak argue talent right here. <laughs> um. If you want, I will be nice this one time. This is the last time it's going to happen on Lacombe yet, <sighs> where you can get a notice to, or know about what he's doing here. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that he's just trying to protect us. Yeah. yeah. And I... Mm, how much longer are we going to avoid the conversation, though? That's also what I was thinking. You know, it's like... But maybe we just shouldn't have it when we're, like... Being observed. Being observed. It'd yeah. be better to do this in our own chambers. Yeah, like, if we accept we just drop that particular subject, I'm fine with that. Because we're also we... risking getting him in trouble, too. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. And they might not want to work with us if, if we keep bringing this shit up. Yeah, I'll yeah, but disagree. Okay, I forget what he just. Oh yeah, said. he had just um. We he had we just been like talking right. about that. Yeah, we're not talking about that. I will say I will. I will relent and I will accept that, um, and I will say. That's fair. We can drop it. Fair or not. Priscilla. I'll drop the situation. Mm. Uh, can I also, uh, I'll, he'll say one more thing, is that, but at a certain point, these matters of unsavory philosophy will have to be dealt with. No, you can't say that if you agree. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. agreeing. Yeah, you're agreeing. You want to resist, you can say that. All right. Um, you, the first one, would. I will agree. Or very well. Yes. Um, hmm. So going forward, obviously the magistrates want to keep you here. Mm hmm. Um, they can't legally, and, it, and frankly, they know they can't because the public outcry would be insane. Also, the longer they kept you, the more attention you will 
garner so it'll make your entry into the Imperial City even more public and obvious. Right now there's a few hundred people gathered to see you. But if, if we kept you for weeks, it would be a few thousand people. Why is it we don't rip this bandage off right now, then? That's what I would tend to say. What I counsel them to do is to give you, as I gave my little pamphlet, I handed out a few more of those, give you some things to look for, and send you on your way to... Um, eventually, I imagine you will be... Re- the, the Imperial forces... Forces? The Imperial interests will request your appearance and you must obey those um and then at some point once our plans are more concrete we will reach out to you to work on you know serious brass tacks what do we do about the plague yes so that's what i have counseled they've been very loud about it against me but that's what i've said seems like the best plan of action influences that the emperor was entreating that made uh, Matthias dislike the situation. Here's where I, it's not me trying to be cagey and not tell you things. It's my ancient history uh, expertise is not great. It was a long time ago. I understand that. You could consult the Imperial Library. Uh, and, in, and by the way, any of these places or people I mentioned, uh, you when I have, when give you your orb, it'll have that. Essentially, also, that's another point of the etiquette. If you're speaking with someone and you mention places, people, and things they can inquire about, it's considered polite to send them an orb or just a sending that has all the details. Essentially, they hyperlink their entire conversations. <laughs> um, so they would have the exact details. I would caution against that if for no other reason than being like, killed by absolute boredom. Because the archivists, wow, the, I, yeah, I, I, I cannot speak with them for more than 20 minutes without wanting to kill myself. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Suicide is another thing that we don't talk about very much. On an unrelated note, would you care to guess the number one cause of death in Laconia? And he drinks just like I am. Suicide? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. He, he Now he looks up at all the eyes that are watching and he feels like, uh, uh, it's obvious he's gone a little... <laughs> yeah. Wait, Adrian, did you have, you... have you forced the internet into Never After? Is that the source? Because it feels like the source is the internet. If I do that, you can you can all beat me with hammers. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll bring the hammers and just put them on the table and just beat me with hammers. No, Um, no, it's whimsical fantasy. (laughs) So you said that you had a proposal for us, then. I did. The very beginning. Yeah. Now he's drained his thing and he he comes out with like like a a round crystal thing and he fills up his flask again. He looks at you as like eh. Oh yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, so he, you, you still have the glass, and so he just boom puts it in there, and, and, he, and he looks at Juvarendra, and, he, and he, um, he he produces another glass, but this one's like a goblet shape. You realize as he's producing it, quote unquote, he's shaping it with the iconography. Okay, yeah. And you realize, oh wow, there's a way to do the iconography so that the icon, the glyphs just appear for like a quarter second, so they just all uh, appear. He does them, and then it does the thing. 
And in fact, the ability to make it disappear is kind of considered pretty adroit. Okay. Like, and it's a little goblet with like what look like encrustations of gems, but it's just part of the crystal. And he hands it to you, and he gives you the biggest wink you've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> Dragon <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like fiery and um, very smoky, complex. It <clears throat> doesn't really partake of anything very much. Um, Eletherian wine was like the big thing, but she won't in a meeting because... Oh. So you're not drinking it? Um, I, I'll drink it. Yeah, that's what he says. The taste I'll is... I'll drink it. Yeah. And like, you know that that power that's within you? Mm-hmm. When you're drinking it, it's like it roils a little bit like, you know, it's like it feeds it a little. Okay. Um, uh, you said this guy stands like almost eight feet tall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he and I are about eye to eye. Well, he's sitting down now, yeah. Okay. But he's like a third of your mass. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like kind of like a scarecrow, really. But he's not like bent over and in pain or anything like anybody that tall really would be. He's really wiry looking. Yeah, just he's got long limbs even d- despite his height. Um, just he's just got this bizarre dexterity to him and everything. Oh, wait, wait, wait! I forgot. Galzareth is right. At the beginning of this, you said you had a proposal for us and how we are to how you suggest we conduct our business while we're here. Oh, I thought we had already started talking about that. Uh, yes, uh, I, uh, formally, I suppose, if I were you, well, not formally, not in my, um, ranking as a magistrate, not, not in that sort of way, but I would say, go out into the city, be very careful, speak to the sorcerers, speak to the interlocutors, there might be some other smaller factions that want to speak with you, put a good face on it, Deal with the crowds as um, generative as you can, and some of them will be wanting to interview you for various sendings. There are formal sendings that everybody gets periodically, and some of them will want to speak with you. Um, And then find out what you can, and at some point... It may not be through this office, it might be higher up, the Council of Governors, or the High Council itself, will decree that there is going to be a plan for the plague, and then you will be looped into that immediately. Um, they, they move very slowly, and I can tell you right now that they're, sm- I was about to say smooth convinced, that they are <laughs> completely convinced that our protections around the continent will be enough. And Laconia only cares about Laconia. The lost continent is an afterthought. In fact, I, he looks at the eyes a little bit and then he clearly decides he doesn't give a shit. Uh, I could say that the upkeep on the, uh, the guardian stones that surround it have been neglected for a very long time. We saw. So yes. That, that is some old technology. I can't speak for the rest of my um, comrades here. But um, I won't be able to help Laconia in any form or fashion with this mist if the entire world isn't involved in this. I will not help to just protect Laconia. I'm only here to protect all of this world. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I understand. Actually, give me an argue. He has feet. <clears throat> he says, I understand, and I do take the broader view myself, and I accept that, um, but you will find that that is the only through line through protecting the rest of the world. No one else has the resources to do so. Not to insult you, but the, the Forbidden Land does not, it's completely subsumed by the will of the Summoner. And I imagine at this point that the land there has made whatever adjustments it's had to make for the mist. The problem with the plague is not that it destroys, is that it creates. And I stand with the Kyrger because unfortunately a lot of very innocent, though surely in your eyes primitive, people have died and are continuing to suffer unless we can find a way to reverse it or offer them some kind of protection. I'm happy to work with Laconia, but Laconia isn't my only priority. You can even argue. Well, I'll uh, dominate. You get a feed if it's an argue, though. I don't have dominate, so I will be doing it. You don't have dominate? No. Okay. No, I'm... Yeah, you don't have strong, do you? Uh, no, and also, Gwyn has always been like a Lone Ranger type of character, not leading troops that have, she has to yell at all the time. Uh, yeah, you're right. She does deal with people very subtly. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm no. the asshole here. I obviously. didn't say subtly. <laughs> I never said that. Yeah. <laughs> no, really deals with them poorly. Um, Twelve. Yes, I, I oh, all right. I agree. Any, you are the Varendra? Galdera? Any type of measure that is going to be done to stop the plague will either stop the plague or will be a stopgap. Mm -hmm. And stopping the plague and reversing its effects affects the entire world. Because if you do not stop it entirely, there will always be the threat of it contaminating the source. Always. If you do nothing and Ten. let it fester. Three feet, are you? said all this shit to them already. Yeah. Well, we're just driving the point home for the people watching. Now, I am not necessarily... <laughs> Hold on, let, oh. let, let go. Let's <clears throat> oh, um... Galdrill will actually look over and says, I think our position has been made fairly clear. No need to belabor the point. Alright. Yeah, that's not a roll, then. No. <laughs> what were you saying? Um... It, well, I understand Lyconia's priorities itself, it might, we are not the best people to understand how to convince them of this, um, that, that anything they do is just a stopgap. 
um, we would enlist any type of help that we can in terms of translating that and to see that it is also in their benefit of not literally having the mist hang over their heads for all eternity and have it risk contaminating the source. I don't know how to convince them of that, though. But let me be clear. There will be a plan. They, they're going to come up with a plan. They're just convinced that the method that we're doing now to prevent it is enough for right now. And then they only move slowly. you got to understand, I know that all of you are ageless in your own way. Um, but still, this is a, a citizenry of literally a billion people. And that's a number you don't hear a lot, by mm-hmm. the way. Uh, who all live on average about 500 years. And even death is kind of a light touch. We'll talk about that later. So... Mm. A plan that takes 10 or 15 or 20 years means nothing to them. You've made it very clear this is a society that is... They don't know strife. No. There are many people, just like all the people outside of this wall, though, yes, of course, primitive, who don't have the luxury that they have and are suffering and in agony right now and will be in agony until we find something to do about it. You don't have to roll. I, I agree with you. <laughs> that wasn't for you. Oh. That well, then fine. Roll a argue. You have to be. I don't know why I'm rolling. I'm not going to record 50 <laughs> people who are watching their levels of stress as they go out their day. This is not a video game. <laughs> These guys are mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <I'm> <laughs> 14. <laughs> he actually pauses and realizes how you, because he's gotten drunk again. Yeah. He probably does this all, all throughout the day, like drinks until he's insensible, takes the thing, and is like, oh, now I can drink again. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, not. that's exactly what I would do. Um, <sighs> um, <laughs> um, so he gives it a pause, so it's like he's quiet while you're saying that. He's like, yes. There is something, this is not my position, but it should be pointed out to you, is that if you were in the Forbidden Land, at the highest estimates you have, maybe two million souls, we have a billion or more, actually more. So this is, Laconia is a country, technically, and its interests are almost the entire world's interests. There's except for a few outlying regions. In the far west, there's always a little bit of strife. That's the entirety of the world. And if the threat becomes such that the citizenry is calling on for intervention, and they will, then we're going to take steps. The issue isn't whether something will be done or not done. It's when it will happen and what it is. That's all. Are we there's on? a knock on the crystal glass that sort of separates the break room, and there's a, ten, a couple of attendants there, and they look a little hairy, and they're like, they're knocking like, with this, the face just all pulled up. And he's like, oh, I suppose I must attend to that in a moment. And he actually makes a little shooing motion with his hand. <laughs> and they're all like, this. they're his rank. So they're all like, and then two of them leave away, and the other one's just, just rubbing her forehead and just standing there. Um, I have two more things guy's my favorite Laconian. The first is that 
we have as intimate knowledge of the summoner as anyone here on this continent. We have supped with him. We have been his lieutenants. We know what he is capable of. It, it, I don't think you do. But go ahead. It would be folly to assume that he is not prepared for this exact eventuality. Um, give me an argument. It's a very sober and thoughtful thing to say. Won't like it. <laughs> I, I like how the... the... <laughs> I got a six. You're going to reroll? No. <laughs> uh, oh, God, yeah, yeah, you have an eight. Okay, well, yeah, an eight mine. Uh, you have an eight in mine? Yeah. Oh, honey. <laughs> wow. That's why you're stressed all the time. <laughs> um, yes, uh, he's an unsigned integer that we don't know what his purpose is. I have a suspicion. It's not founded on anything. And with me saying this, we're going to have to draw this meeting to a close because I might be clapped in irons if I don't. Uh, that I would suggest that he doesn't know what to do right now. That he is at a loss himself. From what I know of Matthias Lastborn, this would track... I think he does not know what he did. I can confirm that. <laughs> um, I will say, well, it seems that you are a very busy man. Um, we will obviously not take any more of your time. But Galzareth will stand up as a, as like a form of address. And um, he'll look him straight in the eye and says, But as you have offered gifts to us, I too have a gift to offer for you. Um... And uh, I'll just reach in the back and, and just, <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> I will, uh, I will hold something out hidden in my hand. Right. It's a very small thing. And I say, do you accept my gift? He says, of course I do. And I drop the, um, what is it called? The small idol of the dragon mm -hmm. that we had found when we had originally picked up tall at the burning village. Right, right. Yep. Yep. He takes it and... He takes it and there's just a like a flash of his arms moving, and he comes out with a, a dagger, a silver dagger in his hand. He's like, "Thank you very much," and he takes makes a motion of, um, "Remember what I said? I'm not offended because I am a you know I'm a worldly person and I'm not you know hamstrung by our rather stultifying um, mores." It's not a good idea to give, do a gift as soon as you're given one. But I, I thank you for the silver dagger that you have given me. And he puts it up. Um, I have something for you. This is not a gift. This is a point of, uh, well, maybe a little bit of a direction you could take. And he does a sending to you. Mm -hmm. And this is a no-frills one. Like, it's just the source, the power. You see... You see a little flash of... Uh, You're going to text message, dude. Yeah. He's, he's sliding into your DMs. You give me a notice roll on that. Cool. Because I be, might want to take this. It's, it's, it's going to be very hard, though. Um, I heard these. It's a 19. I accept. Um, this one is weird. Uh, there's this message, and it's it directs you to an out-of-the-way bar that's not that far from the government. It's like a locals bar. It's not for people who've like, ahoy polloi from the rest of the continent who come to basically New York City. 
It's a very cool place. It has a little advertisement. people drinking old world liquor. There's almost, there's like a rule for no use of iconography or power there. And it's just a really, it's a local like dive that only people who live here know about. But underneath, there's just a very small little string of characters that is an address. Mm -hmm. And you can write down that you have that. Okay. What did you get? 14. Yeah, you, you didn't catch it. Okay. That's a shame. It would be cool to get real time messages from Renju that say, Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Can I I take sending as a talent? (laughs) Yeah, you can take um, quick sendings if you want. Okay. It's one point. Um, I guess as we're leaving the room, I will. Yeah, he he bows to everyone and proceeds to make his leave. I assume the rest of. The common people here are unaware of the mist? No, they, they know about it. Excellent. There's no way to keep that away from the public. Excellent. Um, he pauses as he's walking away. He does a very... You can see this um, explicitly. He does a little thing with the iconography. You realize there's like a 90 different ways to do the iconography. You can do it in the air. You can do it on things. You can do it in your mind. You could make it temporary. You could put it in a place it can be unconscious there's a zillion different ways you can use it he does this one in the air and three addresses it's the same format as what you got but they're different addresses is like here are the um addresses of senders and he says that it's just a moniker it that if you want to speak to them that your story will get out and it's clearly oh it's the times the post cnn yeah mm-hmm. you can record those if you want and he makes to like offer like he has a cap. That's the one. That's another thing you just realized. No one here wears a hat. <laughs> <laughs> they don't wear hats. It's weird. And he, and he bows. And he uh, says his goodbye. He does. He just says goodbye to you. Mm-hmm. He does a weird thing with his fingers in front of you. You don't recognize. He does a deep bow to you, and uh, drops like three cloves just on the ground. And, and Verinder, if you allow, he takes your four claw mm-hmm. and he covers it with his others and he brings it to him and says, like, I hope we meet again. And he walks out. Figured out my new symbol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. I love this one. You, you always gonna do it like that? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I, I got this from a, uh, it's in a long, long story because I'm very old, but I got that from a thing. Mm, I feel like I'm the Illuminati now. <laughs> And as he walks out the door, he says, like, if you were to take your leave now, it would be a pretty good time. And he just, actually, starts, he starts to walk regally, and then, like, (laughs) (laughs) And you see the attendants kind of follow him. One hangs behind. Um, yes, we have no further meetings for you today, if you would like to retire to your stations. Yes, please. Excellent. Uh, Are we going into the city today? We will retire first. How how are we? How late is it in the evening now? It's midday. We had a half an hour meeting. It is yeah, it's half an hour. That was all real time. It's still morning. It is like 11 a.m. Um, <laughs> At best. Uh, we will take rest for a while, but then we would like to see the splendors that are your city. <laughs> yeah, like like the she. Error 404, page not found. Yeah, there's a pregnant pause. Like, very well. Well, then I won't keep you any longer. 
and, and, and as officiously she can, she kind of race walks to <laughs> wherever her offices are. Mm. You yeah. guys go to your rooms? Yes. Yeah. I need to collect the, the, the hounds. I fear they ate too much. You um, make your way to your rooms. It's all on one level, mostly here. And in, like, where the grass, where it turns from the stone to the grass, like, Arathion's there, like, so, what happened? We could walk and talk. <laughs> Even though it's, like, 20 feet to your rooms, it's not a lot of space. The blades of grass here are individual organisms, and they are complete and exact copies of one another. It's fascinating. Um, yeah, he's being all chiro you know. <laughs> I think you probably reached down and touched them without breaking eye contact. Mm-hmm. With the back of your hand. With the back of your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 300 in the week. I will, uh, I'll talk with the Rathion. Uh, I'll say, we discussed very briefly the, um, the goings-on, and he gave us some information. This... Do you info-dump him? Or... Yeah, I just info-dump yeah. him. Okay, cool. Uh, he's fascinated. You break it down as well as you can. Ilgoth is, like, all the doors are open to the various rooms because they're suites and you mm-hmm. guys come and go. Yeah. Ilgoth is just moving between one and another. She's got, like, wires and things that she's hauling back with her. She still has the little eating utensils on her fingers uh, and is completely ignoring you guys. Ilgoth, what are you doing? What? She calls from one of the rooms. I'll walk over to the room. Yeah, she's got that gauntlet laid out and just gutted. And she has a couple of the, the primer, the orbs, and actual paper that she's writing on. And you can see she's taken like the, the utensil things and she's figured out how to hold a stylus with it and just start writing. It doesn't look any faster. Mm-hmm. But she's writing and um, no, I think, okay, this draws upon the source. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like, okay, uh, it's, it's a work, it's working, it's a working. Mm-hmm. And I don't have much dealings with that, but it's systematic. Well, Tom, I, I, I believe that you, of all people, will be able to fully understand the powers of the source and how it works. Two feet? That's a believe roll. <laughs> you literally said the word. Stays in hotels, just sort of thing that happened, and never after all the time. Really yeah. are. Yeah, your exactly. game was like two. Yeah. <laughs> and then we crashed out of it. Uh, yeah. Well, that was like you know. Uh, it's an eleven. She's like, well, th- well, thank you. Thank. You. Yeah. Well, well, hmm. well, what I was gonna say is that, and uh, you kind of notice her too. You. You are such that, like, if you wanted to, you could put a coil in every room <laughs> just to annoy people. Like, everybody has to step over Verindra. Uh, so you're just watching her, and she does some iconography. She's actually pretty good at it. not quite as good as you are. She's just got an innate talent for it. it. It's wild, and she's doing things with the iconography. It's like, you have four fragments in that one glyph that don't connect to anything, but they still do something. And she, you know, she doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. She's just... So you get into trouble here. But it's like, so, yeah, the gauntlet, it draws upon, it draws on the source for its creation. Mm-hmm. Then makes a, uh, 
what's the word for it? She looks to you. What, what would be the word? It's a containment. Uh, a t- she tied it ties it off. It's a uh, looking at you for. It's what would you call that? Um, and it it connects to the source, and it ties it all together through complex phrases. No, 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 no. Uh, what I mean is that once it's done that, it ties itself off and then isn't connected anymore. She wrote, you realize oh, yes, talking yes, about, yes, yes. It draws a certain amount of power to itself from the source and then creates in itself the iconography so that it generates that amount of power on its own. Like, in, like a quill draws ink from the inkwell. Yes! Exactly. So, right. And then she closes the thing and brushes things off, puts on the gauntlet, and she's like... And you feel like the, the space around it is just really, like, distorted. Mm-hmm. And then and she has this... She's got her goggles on. They fell down somehow. And then she just turns and then does punches with her hands. And there's a... And it hits the wall. The uh, crystal cracks. Things fall off shelves. And her bed just flips over. She's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, figured it out. And there's a tone like, doom, 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 doom. You might want to put that away, Ilgov. Well, I assume they're watching. Not yeah, here. here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Takes it off. Like, it's like Tiny Tina is wearing a full... Gauntlets. Well, yeah. I'm glad to see that you have a, a weapon now, suitable. Oh, a weapon? I, I've never hurt anybody. I don't, I mean, I've never been against it, but, hmm. Hmm. But the iconography can be used to do that, but it could also be used to completely reassemble the wall. The wall? The, the, the crystal you just punched. Oh. Give me an RU. <laughs> 2 she was a normal person. I, she would take the fucking hand, but she's, you know, she's, on, she's very spectrum-y. I feel like every time we drag you out to a LARP event, we are just giving you things. We are just force-feeding you ways to make Ilgoth make 18? us uncomfortable. She's like, you're right. And she puts the gauntlet away, rushes over, puts up like a, it's just three icons they're called either glyphs, icons, sigils, sigla, you know, runes. They call, they call them all those things. Mm-hmm. But it's up three. It's like two, and then one that's disconnected, and there's implied ones in the middle, which you can't see unless you can see the 3D structures. Mm-hmm. She does that, and, and, it, and it makes exactly the same sound as it did when it broke, but kind of in reverse. Like, and the crystal does that. The tone stops. Very good. She takes a little awkward <laughs> bow. <laughs> Orathion's outside, like, oh god. <laughs> Can we? All right, we'll talk about this later. What's so the plan is you were all, we're all, well, we have to go with you. Yes. Yes. Um, actually, city. Uh, before we left, um, I don't know. Should we, we charter one of their jumpers or the hover ships? Possibly, but I would have it drop us off someplace. Okay, before we go any further, as we were leaving the meeting, uh, Iroh sent me a message in my head, mm. an address, mm. an old bar where they drink old world spirits and the use of iconography is prohibited. Do you think he wants okay, to Okay, okay. Um, give me an argue roll. You can have three feet because I think you're trying to communicate something else. Yes. Okay, so that's going to be tough. Uh, okay. 
<clears throat> and your level success reduces the difficulty of their notices. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! No. Sit, sit down. <laughs> no, you already said. Oh. I got a three. Is it all one? Oh yeah. no, three ones. Wow. Three ones and a three. You three give me a notice. <clears throat> all right. Difficulty twelve. Oh, difficulty twelve. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I wasn't gonna make it that hard. <laughs> I ain't fucking spent on that. I got a two. Okay. It's like, yeah, he just wants to go to a bar. All right, let's do this. Um, 11. Oh, wow. Okay. Visual or danger? Oh, I got my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have a listening talent, and I also got an 11. You guys know he's talking about something else, and it's best to just agree. That sounds excellent. I look forward to seeing what selection of spirits they have. I've Mm -hmm. never been a drinker, but sure. Rathion disappears into his uh, with Ilgoth into his chamber. We for might a quick, not you know, want to go there in there. first. As it was for our listeners, nobody heard me. But uh, <laughs> oh. uh, we'll hear it later. <coughs> go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say we might not want to go there first. We might want to make a show of things to the magistrates to alleviate public opinion and whatnot, and have them. They've made it very yes. We'll have to. We'll be bombarded by crowds along the way. I'm certain. And, of this. and then we can traverse. I'm sure there are plenty of people in the city that would agree with us that the rest of the world should not be sacrificed for their own safety. I... Okay. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this once. Can we please, for the love of all that is holy... Start a revolution. Not start a revolution! (laughs) The spirit of Jamie has filled me. Ultimately... I have seen for centuries that humans are very (laughs) selfish creatures, but I believe that with the correct guidance from us, we could convince them to care more for for the Forbidden Lands and for everyone there. I don't... An attendant abruptly shows up, clearly responding to the alarm that stopped, and they've got like a, a rod in their hand. It looks really... Industrial. It's just a square, silvery metal with like little tines on the end of it, and he's got a pack. Guy, he's got a little bit of grease on. Clearly works for a living. Comes in, and excuse me, he's fairly short, like only six two. <laughs> and he looks in. And, um, Nothing happened. Must have been a malfunction. Okay, give me an arch. <laughs> you guys are really belaboring the exit here. <laughs> I got a nine. I got a twelve. He look, looks at you and he's like, fair, fair enough. <laughs> and he's like, clearly, hey, I ain't got to do that. He leaves. Come on, guys, I want to go meet God in a bar. <laughs> God bar. Let's do trivia night. He just cries in a corner. It's a real drag. (laughs) Um, Well, if that is settled, then we can go ahead and acquire some type of vehicle that can be chartered around. um, I don't know how fast they go or whatnot. Arathian and uh, Ilgoth come out. They're in the traveling gear. Arathian's got like a a big pack, like a, a kind of a sack that's empty on his side. It's like... Sir, if you would like for me to, uh, any goods you want to carry with you? And she looks at you and is like, yeah, um, these are stuff. 
for our trip that you want me to take? And she's like shaking her head like, yeah, is there anything that you would want me to carry? She's just shaking her head. Do you need a no roll to figure out what she's going for? <laughs> I'm just trying to find the grossest thing in my inventory for her to carry. There's a kind of a tinkling sound near your, like a bell mm-hmm. near your ear. And you look over and Corvus has got a little necklace around his neck. Where did you get that? The nice dad told me. <laughs> did, this is new. <laughs> no, it's not that new. It's just new for outside. And he, he, reaches his front, he, he reaches his front claws out and shows you the insignia. It's clearly Iro on the front and then some weird like heraldry on the back. Yes, he told me. And he like chats. No, there will be nothing of mine that you need to carry. No, Thank no, you no, very no. much. No, there's nothing. Very well, carry. then shall we be on our way? Says Orathion a little too loudly. We shall be on our way. Ilgoth. And she like brings up an iconography. And it's like. And it's ascending. Now, you know. And it just. It goes out. It. You could hear it bounce against something. There's a pause, and then it's led on its way. <laughs> God, you know that they've just spent all the time we've been meetings formulating. Uh, How can we get them to leave quickly? <laughs> no, they want to stay. <laughs> Those two, I thought they wanted to go into the city. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ilgoth and Arathios. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just plotting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I can't be blamed for what Adrian wrote a long time ago. <laughs> I mean... Oh yeah, because I did do it. No, not star. Well, just remind me that he has a nasally voice. We'll see. That's the one thing that I forget the most often is what, what goofy voice I need. Yeah. Um. So I guess the, can we just leave? I guess. Yeah, Ilgoth is now put on the gauntlet. She's just got it on there. It has some weird. She's put some straps so it comes over into a kind of a harness mm. because if it's not powered up it just kind of hangs on her the, the thing is like a quarter of her weight I'll point something out okay. Ilgoth is open carrying a martini Henry through modern day <laughs> that's a very yes. very good analogy it's like vastly outdated but still startlingly powerful right <laughs> <laughs> through modern day New York Let's City. do this it's more like let's Break open. <laughs> it's one of the first characters. Like four characters. <laughs> Man, I've been working on that one for a while. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, let's. The dogs go. are all like lined up. Clearly, like, what's you know they've been they were gonna get really antsy if they had to stay here much longer. Yeah, they've been cooped up on the ship too. Yeah, you can see that they're they're not getting fat exactly, but you know they need walkies. Yeah, and your soldiers are behind everyone. Yeah. Thorn. That'll be a. There is no prey here. Ooh, okay. Do you usually use. You don't use dominate. You use. Uh, are, you, are you. Oh, actually, no, no, no. You gave me this. Uh, I think I use conjure to interact with them. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Other side. Got it. But I'm going to use are you because I have more points in it. Okay. When you use the conjure thing, it's a big deal. Yeah, that's fair. And there's something about that in the back of your head that you might want to look into later on. Do that's uh, an eleven. And like the thorn, like the other ones are, and he just are, 
I'll get down one on, on one knee and I'll look at Thorn. You do what you want, Thorn. Live your best life. <laughs> okay, argue. Uh, That's a theme. Since when did you become an agent of chaos? <laughs> Was I never? He just got an RU talent, so now he's leveraging yeah. it everywhere. Yeah. It's just a, funny because I'm not. It's an eight. Okay, well, it's not going to win now yeah. on hers. Yeah. I'm going to. Kyrojo. Yes. The hounds of the Green Lady will never answer to anyone else, least of all someone not even from this plane. You will refrain from speaking to them that way. Challenge accepted. That's five dice, that's a dominate. Fine, yeah, fuck I'm, it. I'm gonna go to the while the party beats up itself. Oh, <laughs> 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 your hit points are already Wait a gone. minute. I was who, played, who played the card? Who played the card? Where's all I can stand? <laughs> I know, right? So I played the, the NPC likes you. Which one did you play? I played the uh, Hidden in Plain Sight. Hidden in Plain Sight. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yes. You want an RG no re- double speak? I should play mine. There's no reason for me not to, especially since we're. But mine, it is a little late. Mine does not apply, so I'll just get the extra point at the end. Actually, this one is super easy for him to adjudicate, too. What did you get? I got 13. I don't, even, I don't have Dominate, so this is... That's pretty good. Yeah. And that's been an inspiration, so... Oh, no, you're not. First time I got 14. Please don't say an inspiration. Actually, Adrian it's, will probably tell you that you can't for this. It's so hard to keep also, the dogs in line. That's a point that we haven't brought up yet. What happens when we channel here? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. What happens when we channel through one of the icons? They seem to not... One of the laws that the, they mentioned before, Priscilla, that uh, the denialists, the people that still kind of keep to the old ways, uh-huh. they are not to be harmed, but they are also not to be indulged. Yeah. Is what they told us. Now, what that means exactly, we're not sure. What did you get? 14. What do you what do you what do you say to that? <laughs> you realize that she's got this look in her eye that you're uh, messing with things, you know. Can I use an inspiration? Of what? Heart. To do what? To compassionately tell you, tell me, fuck you. I'll do what I want to. No, none of, none, none of the inspirations apply. Here. Okay, fair enough. If you agree to it, you just won't tell the dog what to do. That's all. That's fine. You have to do something. I need to know. That's what I'm saying. I, I tell her. Oh, That's fine. You're saying you agree. that in play. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, I will, uh, I'm going to play a card. All right. The Menagerie. You are beset by a horde of local creatures. Yeah, just who maybe. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> I'll maybe. take my free points, please. Uh, violent, helpful, or merely strange. <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, um, Priscilla, since you weren't at our last session, can she take the same major goal that we have? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I have no, no goals, uh, period. Find and understand Lena's true purpose. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got I've the... been trying to do that yeah. since, like, game one. Unsuccessfully. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, you've, you've, gotten, you've gotten a lot of information. Yeah. You, you guys could... make your way out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. You make your way out of your uh, little suite there and down into the main hallway. There is a, a line of magistrates just kind of formally, they op- they're not in front of you, they're opening a space and they're all in a line. And they all like you nod very officiously as you're going. At the head of the line near the entrance, you see Tov, 
and she before you get there, she steps out in front. It's like, lieutenants uh, and honored guests, diplomats of the emperor. I would like to welcome you formally to the imperial city, and may all of its delights be yours to enjoy as you will. Do they have such sights to show us? <laughs> oh, that was like. Um, if you would like to speak with me before you head off officially, that would be most auspicious. But we understand if you have many things to do. And it's an argue coming at you, but she seems kind of defeated. Right, because she really wanted to keep us here. Yes. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Oh, that's a 25 coming in. <laughs> you agree you have to stay. Oh, oh forever? Yeah, she's just hitting you with your, her sword, basically. Uh, no, just for the foreseeable future. And there's no way you're going to agree we, to it, so just deal with the 25. <laughs> we have already gotten so much information from yourself and your co colleague Iroh. At this point, I feel like we're really just delaying the inevitable here. Two feet, that's an argue. What do you say? I truly doubt you have all that there is to offer here in Lothalia. Mm, a little bit of bitchcraft. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a feet? Are you? We are only going out for the um, limited time. We, are, we do not intend to misuse your hospitality. We fully intend to return. But um, we want to make sure that we do show face in your grand city as diplomatic envoys so that we can alleviate and sway um, and raise your status in the public eye as well. Four feet, that's argued. I refuse to spend any more time caged either on our ship or in your halls. Milady. <laughs> <laughs> Two feet dominate. I hope one of those feats was just entirely for the way he said milady. At the oh, end. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your vile machinations will hold no sway over me? Yeah, it actually will. 34. Okay. It's only a 12. You should have had argue a while back. Probably. You're learning too, right? Yes. It's it's because you, he had no social skills because he was a chirurger. Yeah, Emotions yeah. didn't matter and he didn't care we didn't about talk people. a lot of, to my victims. I just carved them up. They yeah. were mostly made of genitals. Exactly. <laughs> I have whole walls of just bark. <laughs> just bark. Seven. Okay, I just said. Uh, the guilt. Oh, 33. Uh, the guilty will cower in the face of righteous castigation? Sure. Eh, alright. Um, 19, so. Okay. So take a stress. Yeah. She's She so moves out of the way and bows and looks like completely defeated as you as you, as you you were. And everybody actually, they do a, it's not, it's a clap with a very, like, cupped hands with a, mm -hmm. designed almost not to make noise. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you, you walk out of the main entrance. Now, coming out of the main entrance, it, it, you know, you can see the Prince of Dawn off in the harbor. It's still enormous. It's still the biggest ship that they have. I direct everyone in some kind of processional order. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's just a no. But then you have to just 
do what she says. Sure. You don't have to, but I'm not gonna argue for it to work. It has to. It's one thing I've learned. You don't. Twenty. Okay. Argue with dragons. Yeah, she kind of places everybody like like okay, Galzorus the biggest. He's in front. Yes. And you two on the side, or like your servants are three steps behind, essentially, mm. and then you just kind of hover over, undulating in a real way. Uh, you hear a cheer from far away. It's like just a roar. And this looks out on the harbor, but then there's a main path that curves around the building, joins up with a, a big road that leads into the magistrates. And, you, and they have this fencing around the little prominence that they're on and also their connection to the city and a huge bridge. And th this fencing, there's no connection between it, but you realize, like, crossing over that would not feel very good. Like, because there's the pylons and you can see, like, sh like, the space distorting around them. And there's a big bridge, there's guards around it, and it leads off into kind of a, a big quad. And then at the outskirts of the quad, there are just crowds gathered. And you can see one leads directly into the rest of the city. The other probably does some administration buildings far that way. Do you fall out into the main city? I'm leading, so yes. <laughs> okay. As you uh, get closer and closer to the crowds, the, the, uh, the noise just gets louder and louder. It's a, like maybe a hundred people are out there and give it all, everybody give me a notice. I've got all these specialties here. You need to do this for your no rolls. Twelve. Six. Five. Thirteen. Okay. Um, mostly that's just to just get a vision of what they are. Um, and they're gathered around the, the, the main gate. They're not blocking it, and there's still guardsmen with, like, long pikes and then bizarre-looking sidearms that you qu can't quite f figure out what they are. Um, as you get closer, you see it's mostly Laconians... Tall people, dark hair, dark skin, pale eyes. But then there's one person, or rather it's a gathering of people or something, that's lining the path, and they kind of move ahead of everyone. They give them their space, and it, it it's really hard to understand what it is. It's it, There's a, a head in like a, a sphere of crystal, just mm -hmm. a head. And it's got like spider-like legs of the same silvery metal that everything else is made out of, just there. And then coming in on the other side, there's two arms in a sphere of crystal, but also kind of floating out of it. And then a leg and a leg coming around. And the person is just has this delight on their face as it's floating in some sort of fluid in there. And, and, and as you get near, it's like, ah, forbidden ones, yes. Oh, just the forbidden ones. Everybody's like cheering and yelling. As soon as you pass by the threshold, the sendings are just just a million of them at once. Um, since you've all passed the basic threshold for those, you don't have to indulge in them. If you want to, let me know. There's like 40 of them. So. Priscilla, uh, this, would, this would have been included in our info dump, but I realize it wasn't, and something you should know, is that Laconians can use the source to alter their bodies directly. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from earlier. Okay, it's really taboo. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because it used to be more popular a while ago, and now it's not. It, it, the way uh, I remember hearing it the last game was also, like, it's another thing, like, they're, they're fucking around their body, which is the last thing anyone wants to talk about here. Right, right. Does that make sense? There are organic oh. manipulation and they don't like anything organic. Yep.
Never After was created, designed, and written by Adrian McLear. This podcast is produced and edited by Grace Skelton. Our music is Shimmering Lights by Punch Deck. You can find a link to their Patreon and Spotify page in our description. Thank you so much for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear the rest of our adventures.